When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Support for this podcast comes from Frito-Lay in the 2023 Snack Bracket Championship. The Frito-Lay Snack Challenge is underway, and fans are voting on their favorite snacks to crown champion. We're talking about primetime matchups between the best 64 snacks in the land. Will Ruffles Ridges reign supreme? Can Doritos defend their dynasty? Or will Smart Food use their smarts for a surprise upset? Only you can decide. Get in on all the action for a chance to win up to $1,000 or a year's worth of snacks. Let your snacks be heard. Just go to Frito-LaySnackIt.SBNation.com to vote and enter for a chance to win. No purchase necessary. Sweepstakes ends April 3rd, 2023. Void but prohibited. Years worth of snacks awarded in the form of 52 coupons, each good for one bag of chips. See official rules at Frito-LaySnackIt.SBNation.com. Gentlemen, welcome to another episode of SB Nation's The Dream Shakes, The Dream Take Podcast. My name is... Mike Brown. I am recording this show live from right near South Beach in the great state of Florida, as I will be attending the Dolphins-Texans game tomorrow afternoon. But before we, of course, come to you live after every single Houston Rockets game, um, so we are here live on Spotify Live. After the Rockets, uh, we can call it a dismantling, if you will. I think that's an appropriate word for the performance of the Houston Rockets tonight. Defeat the Oklahoma City Thunder 118 to 105. I do want to hear from everybody listening to the show tonight. Uh, it is just me this evening. Uh, I will probably go for about a half hour or so. If you've got some thoughts of what you want to talk about Houston Rockets wise, whether it be the last two games, uh, the Rockets do have their first winning streak of the season. We want to hear from you. You hit that request to speak button. I'll bring you up on stage and we'll talk all things Houston Rockets. Um, Andrew kicks it off by saying good win. This team is better than its record. Jalen should handle the point more than KPJ. Um, we'll get to that. Uh, let's get to the box score first. Um, Ryan, we'll bring you up here in just a second. Let me break down this box score. Jabari Smith, another good game for him. All five Rockets starters tonight uh, were in the double-digit positive plus-minus. Jabari Smith, plus 23, leading those five starters. 15 points, 13 rebounds on five of 11 shooting. Uh, He is getting more comfortable game in and game out. He's playing the best basketball as a Houston Rocket. Uh, that goes without saying over the last couple games, not even the last couple games, I'd say the last week or so, even with some losses uh, sprinkled in there, uh, he's doing his thing. Shingun was spectacular tonight, 21 points, 19 rebounds on 10 of 17 from the field. Uh, it does bear mentioning that the Oklahoma City is about as bad up front as there is in the league. And that's not me poo-pooing the performance by Alper and Shangun. Watch the whole game tonight. He was very, very good. That Again, if you watch the game tonight, you see how good he was. I am just keeping it 100, as the kids would say, 
you've got to take into account who he's playing. And up front, the Oklahoma City Thunder without uh, Chet Holmgren are not good. Uh, Eric Gordon, 15 points. Rockets have won two games in a row. I'm not going to say anything negative tonight. I I was really disappointed that K.J. Martin did not get the start tonight after the game that he had last night against Atlanta. That's just my feeling. That's my take. Um, the, the minutes that Gordon continues to eat up on this team when he plays is, is unnecessary. Uh, I think it's bad for development, and I don't get it. Uh, but we won't get into that tonight. That's not the proper time to get into that, not after the first winning streak for the Houston Rockets on this season. Kevin Porter Jr., 16 points, six assists. He did have five turnovers. He was 6 of 13 from the field. And then let's get to the dude himself, Jalen dude Green, 34 points, or excuse me, 34 minutes, 28 points, 11 of 19 from the field, including 6 of 9 from 3. He started 6 of 6 uh, from the three-point line tonight. He also had nine assists. He had four turnovers as well. Uh, Garuba off the bench, not really a factor. KJ only had three points. Did have five rebounds. He's what he was one of five from the field. Tari Eason, 17 minutes, seven uh points. Garrison Matthews for two nights in a row had a pretty good game. Eleven points tonight on three of four from the field, including three of four from the line. With that being said, we'll go straight to the phones. Ryan, welcome to the show, my friend. How are you? Hey man, how you doing? Good, brother. What's going on? How was your holiday? I was good, man. Uh, I was really good. Uh, I've been sick in bed for the last four days, so I'm recovering still, but um, I'm, I watched the game tonight. So. We hope you feel better soon. Yeah, well, I'm uh, currently in Miami for the Dolphins game tomorrow. Uh, but thoughts on uh, what do you want to talk about, Rockets? So, well, tonight's game, dude, uh, this team played like an absolute like a team, dude. They looked like everything. The passing was there. Uh Shingun had a solid game. Um, Diz, so, I mean, I'm still not, I, I still haven't uh, accepted Garrison Matthews yet, but he had a good game. I'm not going to lie, he had a very, very good game, but I still don't know if Garrison Matthews still fits in this rotation or not. What do you think? Well, Jeremy and I, Jeremy and I talked about this same thing last night. The, every team in the league needs a guy like a Garrison Matthews, just a sharpshooter. Uh, I think that's the best term for it, right? You look at a team like, I mean, uh, I'm trying to think of a good example. Miami's got Duncan Robinson. Um, you know, Phil, they're not playing them, Yeah, but Philadelphia is, but I'm not saying you have to play that guy. I'm saying every good team has to have that guy on their roster. You know, Philadelphia has got a Seth Curry. Okay. Um, and those are just examples just off the top of my head. Are the, Rockets, are the Rockets a good team? No. Is Garrison Matthews no. probably going to be a part of the roster when the team is good again? Probably not. But I will say that, again, you watch the game tonight. When this team leans into the youth, they're so much better. You, you see it. You know, Jeremy and I watch every single one oh. of these games. We're now – what was tonight? Tonight was the 19th game. There's not a lot of people out there 
that can say they've watched every single game from beginning to end. And whether it's Jeremy doing a show or me doing a show, if we're doing a show, we watch the games. This team, when they um, lean into the youth, they're so much more competitive. They're not going to win a ton of games, but when they play to their strength, which is their youth, they're so much more fun to watch. They're so much more competitive. Um, they really can't I, – I hate to say this, and Ryan, tell me if I'm crazy when I say this. If they do that, they can almost do no wrong because if they lose, they improve the draft status. I agree. And yet I mean, they, they – really, they, they, they were neck and neck with Golden State until the fourth quarter. So, Yeah, no, a hundred percent, you know, and the thing is when you, when you play these guys more minutes, they're only going to get better. Jabari Smith playing 31 minutes tonight. Love it. Shingun played 35 minutes tonight. Well, Bruno, you know, Bruno Fernando is hurt. I mean, that's, it's, well, he's not, sorry. Again? Apologies. He's not hurt. They, he just came back last night coming off of the injury that he had. They want to be careful with him, which, which I yeah, totally yeah. understand. I mean, I totally get that. But, you know, looking at the minute allocation tonight, you know, KJ played four game was a blowout. You know, the Rockets were up by one after the first, and they were up by 21 at half. We got to acknowledge you know, this that. This game was not competitive. This game was not competitive after halftime. Yeah, we got to acknowledge that the, that the um... – that they were coming off two, that the Thunder were coming off two overtime uh, games as well, so they were pretty fatigued as well. Yeah, um, and they dropped to eight in in eight and twelve. That Oklahoma City team is awful. I mean, that team is not good. Now, when they get their guys back, mm-hmm. you know, when they get fully healthy, I mean, they've got some nice players. Shea Gillis Alexander is an absolute stud. I mean, Lou that Dort. guy can go. Lou Dort's fine, you know. Josh Giddy's okay, I guess, you know. But the thing is, the last two nights lead me to believe, could this team be slowly but surely figuring it out, this Rockets team? You know, Jabari, anybody who is dogging on Jabari through 15 games of his NBA career, you're a loser, you're an idiot, and you have no idea what you're talking about. Sorry. Dude, so that, that's where so I might this, this might be a hot take, okay, Mike? But uh, do you think Jabari Smith Jr. could turn out to be better than Jalen Green? No, no, I I, I don't. I, I think their games are so different, and and it's not again, it's not in a negative way, but the way that Jabari is going to impact the game is totally different than Jalen. I don't think you're going to go to Jabari and say, "Go get us thirty you know, 30 to 35 points in a must-win game because he's going to be a guy that you're going to lean on to do a lot of other things, play great defense, be a good rebounder. You know what I mean? Like tonight he had 13 rebounds along with 15 points. Jalen Green is going to be a certified hired assassin on the offensive end. You're going to go to him and say, I mean, there was a couple moves. People comparing him to Jordan tonight with some of his moves I I think is a little outrageous. I, I hope that's. Jordan, no. I hope they're joking. Um, I, think, I think Jalen Green has a chance. When I was watching him tonight, I think he's got a chance to be a better, oh, sorry, offensive-minded Dwayne Wade. 
He reminds me a lot of a young D Wade. Wade. I, think, I think he's I think he's better offensively. I think Wade was better defensively at this point in his career, but I think a Dwayne Wade is his sort of trajectory. And I'll tell you this: he also reminds me of a young Kobe Bryant. Jalen Green does. See, I get a lot of like uh, I get a lot of John Morant and Jalen Green. I uh, see. I, I I don't at all. Uh, simply because Jalen Green's not a point guard. Ja is a point guard. A Ja will set up your offense. I want an offense being set up for Jalen. So, I, I he reminds me of Kobe, man. I mean, a Kobe, Dwayne Wade, insert shooting guard. How about Devin Booker? Devin Booker. Ah, uh, but maybe. Booker's a better shooter right now than Jalen, but Jalen's starting to get it, you know? And the thing about it, the thing that I loved between the last two nights is uh, who was it? KPJ and Jalen Green going after uh, Trey Young, or was it Trey Young or DeJounte Murray on Twitter? I think it was DeJounte Murray. Uh, They were going after DeJounte Murray on Twitter. Like they're starting to get a little bit of swagger to him. Yeah, (laughs) which I I thought about that which is so important in today's NBA. You cannot be successful if you are not. You got to have a little swag to you. You have to have that dog in you, you know, that D-A-W-G in you. You have to not be afraid of these guys. And that's what Jabari said last night about DeJounte Murray. DeJounte Murray's a clown, and so is Trey Young. Those two guys together will never win an NBA title. They just won't. And I'm not saying that Kevin Porter Jr. and Jalen Green are – I'm not saying that they're better than DeJounte Murray and Trey Young. Those two guys are way too emotional to win an NBA title. It's never going to work with that core in Atlanta. And the Rockets not, called them on the the Rockets called them on their nonsense last night. And I loved it. I said it last 100%. night on the show. I'll say it again tonight. You know, and the Rockets came out tonight and they beat the hell out of an inferior team. You know? Now I still there's still things that I don't like about what this team is doing night in and night out. I hate the fact that Gordon starts over KJ. Uh, yeah, how many I, minutes did Gordon tonight get tonight? Uh, Gordon got 27 minutes tonight. Uh, Josh Christopher played two minutes. Uh, Usma, or, uh, Tari Eason played 17 minutes tonight, and they played a lot of minutes last night. So I'm not going to hold the Rockets coaching staff's feet to the fire on that. But I also need it top of mind. These guys need as many minutes as possible because that's the only way the Rockets have a shot at winning games. Well, I wonder when Ty Ty will come up to the team again. It's a great question. Uh, he's killing it in the G League. Yeah, and I'm not. I'm not. I'm not going to sway my opinion. I. I. For a guy like Ty Ty Washington, I said it when they drafted him. I think this guy has a future on this team. It depends on how the draft goes this year. But if you watch Ty Ty Washington play basketball, he's everything that the Rockets need. He's a guy that can set up the offense. He's not going to turn the ball over a ton. He's a pass-first point guard. He's a he. Okay, I don't know if this is a. If, if, I'm, I'm not saying he is, but he has a game like like a Chris, Chris Paul kind of mindset on the court. Uh, I think that's a little far. Is it a little uh, far? Yeah, I I think a much better comparison for Ty Ty Washington. He's a less thick version of Mark Jackson or Ty Lue. 
he, he reminds me a lot of Ty Lue. And Ty Lue had a, a long career in the NBA. He's an NBA champion, I want to say, with the Los Angeles Lakers. He, you know, and Angie makes a good point here. Knicks killed it in the G League, too. I don't like drafting a guy in the first round on a rebuilding team and sticking him in the G League. I, I don't like it. I, I don't understand it. Um, you know, the uh, Deshaun Nix tonight got 15 minutes. Why not give those 15 minutes to a guy like Ty Ty Washington? You have much okay. more, you have much more invested in Ty Ty than you do Deshaun Nix. Deshaun Nix had no points tonight. He had one rebound and he had a steal in 15 minutes. I'd much rather see those minutes go to Knicks. Andrew says nothing against Ty Ty. Just saying it doesn't say all that much. I agree. I'm not saying that what he's doing in the G league would translate to NBA success, but it's also impossible to say that it won't. Right. I'm just throwing it out there that I would like to see him get an opportunity playing with Jalen or playing with KPJ. I'll tell you this. I would love to see a lineup where you put Ty Ty at the one and you put KPJ at the two. When you're staggering Jalen Green and Jalen Green goes to the bench, I'd love to see what that looks like. Could you, could you, could you put, could you put, uh, Ty Ty KPJ and then Jalen Green at the, at the three? Would that work? That's too small. Depends on who you're playing. You know, it depends on who you're playing. Like tonight, you're playing against Oklahoma City. I, I mean, you could trot out Jeremy and I out there, and we probably still have a decent shot at beating the Thunder. I mean, the Thunder were bad tonight. They just they weren't good, and it happens. Trust me, as Rockets fans, we know exactly what a bad performance over the last couple of years looks like. Hundred um, percent. But that's the thing is, it's so blatantly obvious to fans who watch this team that. You really can't do any wrong. And if you're going to be 5-14, and 14, then at least experiment. You know, try those different lineups. Before you go into the draft next year, find out what you have in Ty Ty Washington. You know, like Deshaun Nix is whatever. Like, if he was gone tomorrow, you're not going to see me shed one tear crying. You no, know? you wouldn't. I wouldn't miss him. But if they traded Ty Ty in a, you know, in a deal as a salary cap filler, I, I would be a little upset by that because we just don't know, you know, and it depends on what the deal is. Obviously I'm just using that as a, an example of, <coughs> excuse me. Um, I use that as an example of, you just don't know what you have. When the Rockets let go of Anthony, Anthony Lamb, you knew what Anthony Lamb was. Anthony Lamb is never going to be anything more than a role player on another team. He hasn't done crap in Golden State, so no loss well, there. To be, well, to be fair, I mean, trying to bust that that rotation, you know, is a tad difficult. But I totally agree with you. And I think that if he was anything more, I think another team would take a flyer on him and try to bring him in. So that's why... You know, I'm not sold on Usman Garuba as the backup five on this team. Um, you know what I mean? So looks like Jerry just were, popped in. Yeah. Do you have any final thoughts, Ryan? While I get to are you, are you are you still are you still uh, not sold on uh, Shungun being our starting center either? Or no, I'm not. Uh, that's not going to change. But I mean, he he played a hell of a game tonight. So I got I got to give credit where credit is due. 
Uh, I liked what right. I saw from him tonight. I, I, I need to see it more consistently. Of course. Well, thanks, man. I appreciate coming up here. Always, always good talking to you, my brother. Uh, on that note, let's go to the co-host of the Dream Take, Mr. Jeremy Brenner. Jeremy, we're in the same state. No, wait, you're in Houston. No, I'm still in Houston. Okay. Well, now you're but in Houston, and now I'm in the state of Florida. <laughs> so it, it's you know we we go back and forth. We do what we can. But Roll, good win tonight, Mike. Yeah, man. Uh, I don't know how much of the game you caught. It was a after the first quarter. It was a bloodbath. I mean, the Rockets completely dominated this game. That Oklahoma City team is not good <laughs> from what they showed tonight. Yeah, I think I think OKC um, struggled tonight because they played. Uh, you know, they played through overtime last night. I think you saw a little bit of fatigue, especially in yeah. that second half. Um, but you know, the Rockets took care of business, and we this. We, I feel like we were here 24 hours ago talking about how you need to take this and build on it, and I think that's what they did tonight. And as we now embark on a pretty difficult road trip that they have coming up here this week, um, you know, very, very happy to see see the Rockets um, build some confidence before this road trip that will test them um, pretty significantly. Yeah, their next five games at Denver Monday, at Denver Wednesday, at Phoenix on Friday. Uh, it's a back-to-back, man. They play in Golden State Saturday, and then they've got – uh philadelphia at home on monday so that's a really tough stretch that's arguably um, the three best teams in the west right there denver phoenix and golden yeah. state um, and then you got and, and then you phoenix got at the top of the west now and golden state isn't but golden state won the championship last year so and they're and they are far better at home than they are on the road so that should be a big test for the rockets i hope that they can you know take some of what they've learned over the last 48 hours and and apply it in these next couple of games yeah, and then you play San Antonio, but then you've got the next three games against Milwaukee, Phoenix again, and Miami. So the next, what is that, eight out of nine are against really tough teams. What I did like most tonight was the Rockets, as Andrew pointed out in the chat, that they showed some swagger tonight, Jeremy. Like Jalen Green was in his bag tonight. Jabari showed some toughness. Shingoon played within the system tonight. He played well. Uh, everybody contributed. You know, all five uh, starters for the Rockets tonight, not only were they a positive in the uh, plus-minus category, they were all double-digit positives. Yeah, and this is, I think, like the first real blowout win that they've had, um, yeah. which is it was nice. weird, it was weird when you're on the other side of it. Yeah, right? Um, it was weird watching it. Way prefer being on this side of the blowout yes. than the other one. But I yeah. think – you know, something I didn't even recognize in the game last night, I had to look on TikTok afterwards to uh, see it, but I didn't realize that Jante Murray, like, tapped Jabari Smith's head on yeah, a yeah. three. Mm-hmm. And you know what I think? I think this is, like, the first time that we have seen this season, this team really playing for each other. And I yeah, think that's yeah. super important. I feel like I feel like instead of five individuals, they're playing like a team now, and I really think that's a big step in the right direction and it's really going to take a lot of these um these miscommunications that they're having and and kind of move forward um was the turnovers tonight like i mean from what i saw they were playing pretty well like i caught a lot of the beginning uh when they went out to a pretty uh, early run i think it was a 14-4 run to begin the game and Mm -hmm. then i was out so i didn't catch much of it but i tried to catch some highlights on my phone um I had other I had other games to watch as well, but um, 
you know how so how was the turnovers tonight were they like were they it was i mean they had 20 they had 24 turnovers tonight i would say a decent number of those were in garbage time where they they were mm-hmm. up they were up easy double digits watching it in the flow of the game it's not something that really stood out to me i mean not until ackerman and hollins pointed it out saying that Silas wasn't going to be happy with the turnovers. And then I looked down at the scoreboard and they're up by 19 at that point. So I don't think it's anything to really worry about. Um, but no, I, I, I love you your worry point about, about it when you're losing, but if you're winning, oh, yeah. then it's not right. as worrisome. Well, and I'll tell you what, man, Jabari Smith was comfortable tonight. He's doing his thing. I just, you know, it's nice, man. This is the first time. I mean, Jeremy, correct me if I'm wrong. I know what last year we had the seven game winning streak at the beginning of the season. We couldn't have had many other multiple game winning streaks last year outside of that. This very easily could be either the second or the third winning streak since that seven game winning streak early in the season last year. I don't think it could be any more than the third time since that streak that the Rockets have won Consecutive back-to-back games. games or more. It's crazy. But I, I think I, that Jabari Smith is probably a huge part of unlocking this team and, and, their, and their offensive potential because what you 100%. do is – Sorry? 100%. No, I'm just agreeing yeah, yeah, with you. Okay. Yeah, because that's the reason why this team is better than it is last year. You have Jabari Smith, and he – you know, a lot of people thought he was the best player in the draft coming into it. Um, and, you know, when he fought, when he fell in the number three, we were, we felt like we had gotten the number one pick almost, you know? Um, and, you know, we can go back to the whole Paolo versus Jabari debate again, but it, it really doesn't matter. We got Jabari and I think Rockets fans should be really happy that we have Jabari because, you know, you can see that he is playing with a lot more confidence and, and what, if he's able to be himself in that offense, because, Mike, he's like the one piece that was kind of missing from the puzzle last year, you know? So mm-hmm. at least on the offensive end, I feel like on the defensive end, they're still lacking that, that you know, rim protector um, that, you know, we'll see who that may become down the, down the line. But um, I think on offense, they were really missing that big man that could, that could really, you know, open the offense, pick and pop, um, do, do that kind of thing. Jabari Smith's that guy. And what that does is, it gives it gives the offense more than one dimension, right? So, like, you know, last year it was really just Kevin Porter, Dylan Green, one or the other. And, you know, you're relying on a rookie to, to give you those points. Now, I mean, it's another rookie, but, you know, it, what it does is it opens the game. It forces you to get your attention off of just Jalen Green or Kevin Porter, and it forces you to look elsewhere on the offense. And now that Jabari Smith's kind of in his bag in a, in a sense – if that continues, I think the Rockets, you can see a correlation between the Rockets' success and Jabari Smith's. Well, for sure. I, and I don't think debating Paolo versus Jabari is even worth it at this point because it's not. A, it's, because well, the it's, it's, Paolo, the, the Rockets right. have Jabari, and it's not like the Rockets could have picked Paolo over Jabari. You know, they, no. they, they got Jabari because he was the one, he was the best player available. They didn't, like, Paolo wasn't available. So, I will say between the two guys, I do think Jabari, I like Jabari's toughness more. I think he's a little bit mentally tougher than 
than Paolo just from what I've seen. I think skill set wise, it goes towards Paolo. And I think anybody who watches basketball would agree with that. But I love the intangibles more of Jabari versus a guy like Paolo. I think if you get the right locker room, I think, and I don't know how they do captains in basketball, Jeremy, because I don't know. I don't even know if a locker room does it, but Jabari is a future captain of this team. You, I, I, I see it coming a mile away. I'll see Just, I'll say this. As someone who's followed both of them really closely this season, mm-hmm. I don't necessarily think that about Paolo, um, but because I, I actually do think Paolo, but I also think that Paolo and Jabari are two very different players. You know, Paolo's a kind of guy that, that is is more of a ball handler. At least that's how Orlando is u- utilizing him. He's more of a point forward versus Jabari Smith, who's a little bit more of a, you know, plays more off ball and, you know, that that kind of thing. So so sure, I sure. really think that um, it's it's apples and oranges, honestly. But I think Jabari Smith is, is starting to figure out his role a little bit and starting to feel a lot more comfortable with it. And I think as he grows in that role, the better the Rockets will be as the season goes on. Yeah, no, absolutely. We have to, we have to put this in consideration. What tonight is game nineteen? They're five and fourteen now. Is that right? Say that again. Sorry. They're they're five and fourteen now. They are now five and fourteen. Okay, so so this is the twenty games. So we're about at the quarter mark of the season. Imagine where we'll be from game. 20 to game 40 you know I really think that and that was the same thing with Jalen Green you know Jalen started off really slow last year but then as the season went on he started to pick it up I think Jabari's gonna do the same thing and I think once you know that happens I think we'll start to see a better product on the floor I really do and and that doesn't necessarily excuse the fact that they've lost all of these games and it doesn't make it any better but maybe it explains it a little bit more and it doesn't necessarily excuse Silas's poor execution of what it is because I do think that there was potential for um, maybe a bit more, but I really do think that the Rockets have to be just a little bit more patient with this, with this group. And, and I think the wins will come, you know, as, as they grow closer together. I think last night was a really big game in terms of, uh, you know, building a lot of team chemistry and, you know, winning, I think, I think losing game, you know, like last year, like that 15 game losing streak last year, you know, where you lose and then you just, you, you know, you can't get a break and then you feel like, oh, it's, you know, you can't win and then you don't have any momentum. This is a, like, last night was a game that sparked some momentum. You saw that tonight. Now let's see if they can bring that energy and keep that momentum going on the road. It's going to be a challenge, but I think this team could be up for the challenge. I hope that the Rockets on Monday against Denver, um, and this is the last thing I'll say, I just hope that they can figure out a way to bring that same energy that they've seen from the third quarter on last night and into tonight. Yeah. And we talked and Ryan and I broke it down before you came on. Um, I think a huge part of that is leaning into the youth more on this roster because for lack of a better term, Jeremy, they don't know any better. You know, they, they don't know that, a majority of the fan base looks at this team and says that you're a rebuilding team. Winning games really isn't all that important. They don't know that. And they don't care about that. All they want to do is just go out and ball. And that's why you're seeing the Rockets at, we haven't even talked about this yet, and we'll wrap the show up here in a minute, but the Rockets are a top five rebounding team in the league. And when you have guys like Atari Eason and a Jabari Smith 
and uh, Usman Garuba that are just hungry and are willing to do the dirty work, it, you're going to succeed. You know, it's a, and building that, team, that's a huge development for this crashing team. the glass yeah. and building the team through that is a great way huge. to to win games, in my opinion. Absolutely. Because any team can can generate offense. I think we've seen that. But a team that can crash the glass, get second chance points. That was a huge part of last night's game. Um, so I really do think that I, I hope we see more of that. I do. I hope we see more of the youth. And look, it, it's part of the game, you know. Last season, like like we saw last season, you know, people were like, "Oh, why are we going with Wood over Shangun? Why are we going with EG over over Josh Christopher?" And you know, it's 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 part of the process, and you know, the Rockets kind of have to play the game a little bit. I know that you know KJ not starting tonight is kind of a disappointment. Granted, they did they still won, um, and I don't necessarily agree with the decision, but I understand it. Uh, don't agree with it, but I understand it. So yes, lean on the youth a little bit more, and I think that will happen as the season moves on. That's. I think this is a sublime place to park the rocket ship. Thank y'all for hanging out with us here on Saturday night. We will be back live with you Monday night as the Houston Rockets travel to the Denver Nuggets. So we've got a little bit uh, later start time, but we will be live here on Spotify Live as soon as that game goes live. My name is Mike Brown. That's Jeremy Brenner. If you are on Twitter, make sure to give the Dream Take a follow at the Dream Take. You can give Jeremy a follow on Twitter at Jeremy Brenner. That's J E R E M Y B R E N E R. You can follow my co pilot, Michael Brown, on Twitter at Mike Brown underscore 2020. If you would like to follow the Dream Shake on Twitter, you can find them, us, over at Dream Shake SBN. If you're on Facebook, make sure to search the Dream Shake and give us a like there. Finally, head on over to thedreamshake.com for all things Houston Rockets. Once again, your very happy final from inside of Toyota Center. Rockets win their second straight, first winning streak of the season. They defeat the Thunder 118-105. to Until next time, Rockets fans, go Rockets. Today's episode is brought to you by Cars.com. With over 2 million vehicles and 50,000 more added every day, Cars.com will match you with the perfect car for you, your budget, your life, your style. And if you're ready to say goodbye to your current car, Cars.com will get you an instant offer to cash it in. Just start by entering your license plate and get matched with a local dealer who will write you the check. So whether you're looking to buy or sell, just go to Cars.com. It's magical. Support for Pivot comes from Polestar. At Polestar, every inch of every vehicle they design is thoughtfully made. They're made to transform auto performance, accelerating from 0 to 60 in less than 4.2 seconds with fully electric all-wheel drive. They're made to elevate the driving experience with LED headlights and a panoramic glass roof. And they're made to uphold a greater responsibility to the planet using sustainable materials and energy-saving systems. The result is a car that combines the best of today with the technology of tomorrow. Pure performance, pure design, Polestar. Design yours and book a test drive today at polestar.com.